0: the Feast the, the of the Confession of St. Paul brings to our mind very significant dimensions of the mystery of the Christian life. And I want to articulate them into three points. And they are all very important. You should hold on to them and they may they become things that will govern your heart. Number one, The Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It is that love that pushed God to give his son. The world is an evil world. Jesus calls it the evil and perverse generation. Because he loved that evil and perverse generation. And on account of that love, he stretched forth his hand into the world. And that hand of God that was stretched forth was manifested as his son. That action of God coming to the human family is called grace. That irrespective of sin and wickedness and bondage and all the darkness that ravages the world, God still put his hand in the mess of the world. That action of God is called grace. It is that grace that captured this man who was an instrument of destruction to the body of Christ. In other words, where sin abounds, the grace of God will always abound even more. Grace is stronger than sin. In other words, no matter how dark a situation may be in the life of anybody who doesn't know God, hey, I'm here to announce to you, there is something about our faith that is stronger than the cruelty and the depravity that we may find in the heart of people who are wicked, who don't know God who exercise all kinds of darkness. And so, in our intercessory role as Christians, we should never lose hope. Monica had this understanding, and that's why she kept praying for 30 years concerning her son. And she conquered her son with her prayers. And her son became one of the outstanding bishops, the our outstanding African bishop. So mark it, where sin abounds and grows from strength to strength, The grace of God abounds even more. Number two, we see in the action of the conversion of Paul, another dimension of our God who is an intervention God. He was poised to go to destroy people in in Damascus. Jesus did not send any man to go and intervene. Himself was the one who intervened. He just showed a dimension of his glory and the man was paralyzed. We serve a big God. We serve a God who is jealous about us, who is ready to defend us if only we can on unto him, no matter the situation. Even when your life is remaining the last drop, and after that last drop you give up. If before the last drop comes down and you say Jesus is Lord, everything is restored. The power that we want to destroy loses its grips. And look at the inclusive language of Jesus. He said, Saul, Saul, Saul. In the Hebrew language, what it means is shahol, shahol, shahol. He said, why do you persecute me? He didn't say, why are you persecuting my church or my people? So the the touching of the body of Christ is the touching of Christ himself. Whoever is touching you is touching himself. When they touch you, be spiritually. When they maltreat you, be physically. In whatever way, the devil may want to cause havoc around your life mystically it is jesus that is being handled and one day they say don't touch the lion at his what is it tail or what <laughs> so this time around he roared and his roaring did what brought about it turn around a man called paul our god is an intervening god when situation rise against us and it appears hopeless don't forget this dimension of god Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth, even at the very, what I call it, worst situation or worst scenario of his life. He never so? He never gave up. If you don't give up, God will give up on you. Finally. God is probably beyond measure to use us irrespective of our history. Irrespective of the history we have before. Paul, according to history, who could be a written out person, but God still used him. He became an outstanding minister of the world. God didn't say, now, nah, this man, you have persecuted me so much, even though you have repented, let me go and pick some right person who have been serving me faithfully. No! If God will invest your life and touch you by his grace, you become a qualified person to be an instrument that will carry his glory, carry his power, carry his majesty everywhere. You see, Anybody, no matter who you are, don't say by age I can't do anything. Moses went to Egypt to set the Pope Israel, you know, the Israel in Egypt free at the age of 80. Caleb took up the mountains of possession at the age of 80. Wow, so there's no time to say, ah, in the journey with God, there's no old age because Himself is more other than us. He's called what ancient of days, and He's still working till now. The Bible says, in our old days, we shall be full of sap, still green. You don't look at the outward form that is vanishing, but you look at the inner man that is being renewed every day by the word of God. So we should always position ourselves to become instrument of grace. If you are a product of grace, you must be an instrument of grace in your family, radically. It is not being religious. You must be a radical dispenser of grace. If grace has saved you, if grace has visited you, if you have received that love of God, we must become the manifestation of grace. This is what God is expecting of us. If we don't manifest this and realize it, we well, are just, you know, sometimes well, uh, I don't like using this word, Well, just a bunch of useless people when it comes to the faith, you know. But God wants us to, you know, be on that part where he will use us. He say, if you lose your taste, what are you good for again? Look at the way he said it. He said you, it's better to be, what? to be thrown on the ground and be trampled underfoot foot by men. So if you are not fulfilling the purpose of grace, you have qualified yourself to become what? A footmat for human beings. That's what I portion in the name of Jesus Christ. So today's feast challenges us on that dimension. So we can yield ourselves to all know that. Yes, if we give ourselves unto God, he will use us. And look at what he said. He himself is the one who is sending us. He has backed us up. He said, these are the signs of those who follow me. In my name, they will cast out demons. That's the first thing. Remember, your first Christian faith must be be to deal with demons. He didn't put it last. He put it first because that's the first confrontation that we experience in your life. If you don't deal with a cloud of darkness, you cannot manifest faith. You cannot love God. You'll, be a, you'll just be living in yourself. That's the first thing. Even Jesus Himself, before He manifested, He had to confront Satan. It will come in different dimensions. He says they will speak in new tongues. Meaning, you don't talk the language of the world. Be it from praying in tongues and speaking in tongues, and then the language of the gospel becomes your language. You don't speak the language of the world any longer. You speak the language of faith. He said they will pick up serpents, dominion. That serpent that was that, that came to the garden, He will pick them up. He will mess them up you would dominate them. Finally, he says, if you drink any deadly thing, wow, he said, It shall not by any means, what? Hurt you. Wow, what a protection. No need to fear. I like this kind of life. I remember up my man many years ago. I said, I'm going to walk in this grace. It will cost you detachment from the world and the things around you. But when you come into this class, life becomes different. You're no longer a beggarly Christian fearful intimidated limited no you come to the realm where you will not enjoy what they call the gross liberty of the children of god it is your portion how do you step into it number one accept it accept this reality accept and say god what he said is true when you accept it you pray and then acknowledge it in your own life. Download it into your own life. Say, Lord, this is what you said. I accept it. It is true. What you said is ultimate. Your word is settled in heaven. Your word is settled in my head now. Then you download it by acknowledging that. Yes, I have received it. It's in me. I'm not going to pray for it to come. Now I have received Christ. I have received it. And now that I have received it, every day walk in the light of that knowledge. It will not come out immediately, but over time, it will manifest itself. May God bless his words in the house, through Christ our Lord.